0: And thank you to The Garage for supporting this portion of WMSC programming, especially local live. And uh, let us throw it out to the first band of the new year. Ellen Cote, live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Studios here on WMSC's local live
1: tend to steal from my beer I'll build you an ark you know it might take a year or two but we could start a zoo and then we'll drift away on your eyes so blue you know we'll drift away on your eyes so blue So blue On your eyes So blue uh, This next song Is called Tears Is that right? Yeah, right. All right There, if you don't mind, I'll just think on her instead. You face she's a picture, baby, but pictures ain't what I crave. I do not feel this way most gently just put. to play one more little ditty and then join Aaron and Cal in the booth. <laughs> Y'all ready? Yeah, got it. One, two, one, two, three.
2: WMSC 91.7 FM, Milwaukee made, Milwaukee played. This is Rio Turbo, and you're listening to 91.7 WMSC, Milwaukee. WMSC's acclaimed weekly segment, Local Live, is now available as a free downloadable podcast, conveniently side-by-side side with all of your favorite music podcasts over at iTunes. Listen to each week's edition of Local Live after it happens every Tuesday night and absorb some of Milwaukee and Wisconsin's most creative, complex, and charismatic music, stories, and personalities. Stop it. Go to iTunes and type in WMSE to find Local Live as a podcast, along with other
3: great WMSE podcasts, including The Disclaimer and Trap Set with Joe Wong. Howdy, folks. Dietrich from Saturday Morning Cartoons here. It's a I'm really excited to tell you about our 14th annual Rockabilly Chili Fundraiser. Once again, over 50 restaurants will take part, and you get to decide who will bring home the gold medal in best meat, heat, unique veggie, and presentation chilies. MKE Brewing will serve their craft beers, the chili peppers will be running their races, and Johnny Z from the Chicken Shack and yours truly will host WNSE's biggest event of the spring season. It all takes place on March 6th at the MSOE Kern Center. Tickets are only 12 bucks and include two chili sample tickets. Bring two non perishable food items for the Hunger Task Force and get two more chili sample tickets. For more information on tickets, vendors, and location, please go to WMSE.org or call 414 277 7247. The 2016 Rockabilly Chili Fundraiser is made possible by Von Briesen and Roper. See you on Sunday, March 6th at 11 a.m. And by the way, bring your appetite.
0: That's right. Rockabilly Chili. And that little discount you get, uh, five for four, is only going on till the 15th. So make sure you uh, take advantage because that's a nice little deal. All right. So local live, Alan Cote. Alan Cote doesn't let me put the, the accent over your the E in your name on no, our no. Spinatron playlist system. I'm so sorry.
1: It took me years to figure <laughs> out how to do that on my Mac. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Alan, do you want to go around and introduce everyone that you're playing with tonight?
1: Um sure. Directly to my left is uh Crystal Cool, who also plays in the Calamity Janes and Thistledown Thunders. To the left of her is Nathan Keelan, who I've played with in Peter Mulvey and Krista May's bands. I know he also plays in Panalure and I think he does he do some other projects too, right? Yeah, a few other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can
0: come
4: and talk John the Burks band. John, John Burks, Burks, that's right. Yeah. The
1: illustrious. And to the left of him is uh, Jeff Brueggemann, who also plays in the New Red Moons, Great Lake Drifters, uh, work, doing the Lord's work.
2: Uh, hello, America. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. It's nice to have you guys here. And Alan, I feel like it's been quite a while. I know some of you guys have been in different bands and have been here for Local Live in the past year, which is incredible to think that, you know, we have same musicians coming in that are just involved in different projects. Mm-hmm. I like it So uh, Alan we know You're one of A handful of musicians In Milwaukee You actually make A living from music You create it For marketing You teach it You play shows How long have you been This entrenched in music And do you see yourself As being 100% music All the time For years to come Or is this just A you know Ride the wave
1: <laughs> uh, Those are all Good questions um, <laughs> uh it's been pretty much since since I graduated college that I've been fortunate enough to make a living. For a couple of years in Austin, then I lost my, my regular gig there and I wound up up here. Um, so making a living's questionable. I'm eking out a living, <laughs> you know. I don't have insurance or anything, but I definitely, I pay all my bills playing music, which is a pretty, I can't sneeze at that really. Not a whole lot of people get the fortune to do that. Um, I have a two-year-old daughter. I need to start thinking about how to pay for, definitely not her college, but something. (laughs) In the next 16 years or so, I need to pay for something for her, so I should figure out how to make more money playing music, or else go back to law school, unclear. But uh, hopefully more music, hopefully.
5: yeah. law school sounds like a blast. Yeah, uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe 10 years ago.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe music law, you can combine the two.
1: Yeah. Ooh. That sounds actually that might kill my spirit entirely. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It might be a bad idea yeah. <laughs> in disguise. <laughs> yeah. So digging back a little bit, I mean, uh
5: you came from Austin, which is kind of known as like this musical Mecca for the country, especially sort of the type of music that that you're known for making. Um
1: what was the the
5: impetus for coming to Milwaukee?
1: Um well, I always say First of all, that like um, Austin's a a great town to woodshed in, you know, to really like learn how to keep up. But um, man, with, you know, 300 something clubs and um, God knows how many musicians, you know, I could throw a stone and hit like six better guitarists than me. Probably almost literally, actually, now that I think about it. But um, so... It's so saturated to the point where you know nobody really makes a living as a working musician in Austin. I couldn't have done what I do now there for sure. That that was not intentional. That just happened along the way. But um, long story short, um, I've known uh, Joe and John Crockett from the championship since we were uh, since Joe and I were about ten years old, hmm. and um, they were on tour at the time uh, when I had just lost a regular gig for a Nashville-bound girl. Um, got signed to a big contract on the stipulation that uh, she hire all Nashville session musicians. So I just lost mm. my regular gig. Uh, the championship came through town. They were staying with me. They asked me what I was doing. Said nothing. Went on tour up the West Coast with them for a couple weeks. Flew up here for a New Year's Eve show at Lulu with Juniper Tar And uh, Aaron Schleicher gave me a big old kiss on the lips, and they all kind of convinced me to... Move, I guess. (laughs) So six months later, I was here. You cannot (laughs) discount that Aaron (laughs) Schleicher kiss on the lips, lips, man. It's something about the stubble that just really (laughs) hooks you. It's like Velcro.
5: (laughs) So, had you visited Milwaukee a lot prior to that?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, My mom's family is all from the area. Okay. And uh, that's how I knew the Crocketts because um, I lived here for I lived actually in Door County for one year when I was ten years old, and that's how we first met. Kind of kept in touch over holidays and so forth.
5: So, it wasn't like a huge culture shock moving up here. It was no, still time. a culture shock.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of knew what I was getting into, but it was uh, environmental shock more than anything for mm-hmm. sure.
5: And mm. you're
0: still working <laughs> working on getting used to it? Yo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the last couple of years, I developed chilblains. if you know what that uh, is. Ah, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> yeah. Calcified. Like, uh,
1: <laughs> it's, it's essentially it's mild frostbite in your extremities. Oh, really? If you uh, and it, what happens if you let your like toes or fingers get too cold and then heat them up too quickly, then blood vessels burst, and it is the most intense itching pain on the face of the earth. Ooh. And so a couple of years back, I I was out smoking a cigarette on the porch, not wearing shoes or something stupid. And then I took a hot shower, and then uh, it happened. And apparently, it keeps coming back for several years. So, you know? oh man! Yeah. So
0: don't do what Alan did. Don't do it. <laughs> <I don't. don't. laughs> That'd be a lesson. Smoke <laughs> <laughs> with There's
1: your shoes on, that <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Leave your slippers on your feet. <laughs> Incidentally,
1: chilblains largely affects the British population.
0: Uh, I figured, yeah, that's mostly yeah. where I've seen it in British, yeah. British literature. <laughs>
1: yep,
0: very Oof. Dickinson. Have you <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, who were you know some of the first musicians aside from like the Crockett's and uh the Schleichers that you met when you moved to Milwaukee? Like, I know that, um, for we're gonna ask about Linnemans later on, but yeah, I, I'm assuming you became part of the Linnemans culture and met a lot of musicians,
1: yeah, through going early there. on. Um, at the time, the championship shared a space with Decibully, um. And uh, so I got to know some of those guys pretty well The Vegas star was always very closely tied in Spent a lot of time playing with Justin and Jackson Messner In particular when he joined the band Um, Somewhere along the the line Jeff here tried to talk me into getting the championship To play a show with the new Red Moons That was like a six month ordeal of his every time he saw me and he hated me I for I <laughs> hated him. hated him. I was like, this ought to get some butts yeah. in the seats. <laughs> Perfect. But, uh, <laughs> you know, seven years later, we're still playing together, so there's something to be said for that kind of tenacity. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yeah.
5: So, like, you list kind of in your bio um, guitar, bass, lap steel, ukulele, mandolin, percussion. I know that you also have, like, some uh, sort of more of experimental stuff that you do, like organ stuff. And uh, um, we were kind of wondering, what was the first instrument you picked up?
1: Um, seriously, and, like, spent a lot of time with. Yeah, sir, the first serious instrument would be guitar. I mean, I don't exactly come from a musical family, but I come from a music-loving family. So like my mom had, she had built a dulcimer in college that was around the house. Wow. And uh, I seem to recall there was she had violins at one point she still got a couple of violins um so i always kind of fiddled around with some stuff fiddled around (laughs) um (laughs) uh, but the guitar i picked up guitar when i was uh like 10 years old or so something like that um i was obsessed with the beatles white album um when i was about eight years old just obsessed with it and then Shortly after that was when Eric Clapton Unplugged came out. You know, that took the world by storm into a formative 10-year-old who had access to an acoustic guitar, you know. Figured I could meet chicks or something. I don't know.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Were you like instantly writing stuff or did it take a while of just kind of playing
1: other It was pretty early on, actually. Yeah, Yeah. like 10, 12 years old. I, I can still vaguely remember. I think about it every now and then just because I don't want to repress too much you know I think that's like not healthy <laughs> it'll <laughs> so all come you, back someday. yeah <laughs> it's you flip out eventually in a supermarket somewhere or something but um, I still vaguely remember the first song I wrote and it was pretty bad it was something along the lines of like a we didn't start the fire kind of list song you know of all the things that are wrong with the world as a, to the eyes of a 10 or 12 year old boy <laughs> 10 or 12 year old middle class white boy <laughs> you can only imagine the angst <laughs> oh man uh
0: billy jewel yeah <laughs> so um playing so many different stringed instruments guitar included i'm assuming you must have changed a lot of strings in your time <laughs> so what are some tips in finding good strings for acoustic instruments and also getting the job done quickly and well and do you have any string changing horror stories
1: wow, wow. yeah <laughs> that question. is some research <laughs> <in a> Um,
0: I just assume you probably have dealt
1: with broken oh yeah. strings
0: more than most. And musicians. when I
1: was again an angsty teen boy, I, I, man, I banged on that acoustic guitar. I'd break like five, six strings a night. You know, I always had to have extra packs. Um, I have really acidic sweat. I've been told so. Like I, I eat away at strings. So I always buy coated strings. I like the EXP. I think it's D'Addario's coated strings. A little bit less costly, the last long time, good tone. Um, look at me being a gear nerd. <laughs> um, I never use those string winding things, the things that are, you know, the little, like the little little handle that fits over the, the tuner and uh, it's supposed to make it go faster. I've found that two things will happen. Either it slips off repeatedly and I just find myself banging my hand against the headstock, which hurts me and the guitar, or, um, You really get into a groove and then you can like break the peg on the guitar tuner which is also an unfortunate (laughs) yeah that is not actually the worst horror story i've ever had So, so alan do you recommend to get good at changing guitar strings fast do you recommend purposely breaking a string in the middle of a set in front of a packed room, live audience, because nothing gets the muscle memory going quite like Panic. <laughs> Nate's gunning for a drum solo right now while I break a string, I think. <laughs> That's what's happening. Thanks, Bonzo. <laughs> um, that No, that is actually, that is a good one. Nothing will make you change a string faster than, yeah, it happens halfway through. If you got like a, you know, if you're by yourself, he's got kind of pound through it and hope the guitar doesn't go horribly out of tune and play a lot of you know power chords or something but if you got a band then you know you gotta try to play this smooth thing of like whipping it on and off while the band's playing you know kind of thing yeah. it doesn't always turn out well um, horror story though when I was in uh, uh, outside Charleston South Carolina playing at this barn jam um, I've done this a couple times Allendog Green really interesting place Um, but I happened to play on the anniversary of Jerry Garcia's death or birth, one of the two and and it was a full moon and so the weirdos were out and there were a lot of Grateful Dead (laughs) tunes being played um, which I liked some of the Grateful Dead, some not so much but whatever Um, so there was this dude, burned out old hippie who um, just banged away his guitar on Ripple which was a song that I had prepped so I was already annoyed by that (laughs) then he broke his string so he comes running back after the song, asks if you can borrow my guitar. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. You know. Then he breaks my string, comes running back and asks me if I can change the string for him. In the middle of his set? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could change my guitar, <laughs> I was like, Why don't you change your guitar string? Why don't yeah, I have to change right. <laughs> my guitar? So but me being a young dude at the you know, this is a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, still relatively young, but uh, I said, sure, so I did it. You know, and then he breaks that string. And um, he uh, got frustrated with me. Somehow it was my fault. So he then then he pulls out his guitar and changes his string. Um, but he left his snark, you know, the little tuner things, on the headstock of my guitar. So I didn't say nothing. And, <laughs> and now I have a snark. <laughs> so it all comes yeah, out gold. you, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Karma.
5: You should have made him change your guitar string after I, uh, he was done. I with know, anything. but then he
1: would have noticed the snark. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 So it worked snark out I well. came so out ahead. Right? That's good.
5: <laughs> well, uh, tell everybody a little bit about the uh, sublimative sessions. Like this new thing coming out is going to be like the third true in the story. series, correct? Yeah. So, what's tell people all about that and who you're working with?
1: Um, well, it actually, aforementioned Jackson Messner he used to play guitar, banjo with the Vegas Star. He moved to um, Flagstaff, Arizona, to go to college, uh, grad school, um, and he and I had been playing quite a bit together at that point, and we had a pretty decent repertoire worked out. And so, I kind of wanted to capture it before he took off, you know. Um, so, we had actually played on MSC at some point. And uh, I really liked that recording. So I thought that I'd start like a, a series. I, I, I miss, my initial thinking was I would make an album and that would be like a bonus. Like I'd take the recordings from here and, you know. Um, but uh, through one form or another, it turned into a series of EPs. So volume one is actually our live on local live set from like 2010 or something ridiculous. 2009, I believe. Really? Yes. You know better. have <laughs> done more research in my catalog than me. <laughs> um And then, uh, so he and I um, went into the now-defunct Darling Hall where Justin Rolbecki and the Vegas Star and uh, Floho with Kurt Spielman, some other folks, all had like a a communal studio slash living space kind of thing worked out. So we went in there with Justin, who recorded it all to analog. Um, Sarah, whose husband, Kurt, uh, was uh, in Floho with Rolbecki and um we went in there thursday afternoon we went in to set everything up and kind of like i showed them a few songs then friday we actually went in about four o'clock in the afternoon and recorded all five songs in about eight hours um with just insane amounts of alcohol and um insane amounts Uh, and uh, it's a wonder that we walked out of there but the next day um, I listened to it and it was just it was so good so uh, I had to keep that so we did a few minimal overdubs on that and then I kind of it snowballed from there and I wanted to make a full album Jackson was already on his way out the door so I started recruiting some other people including Jeff and his roommate Covey who uh, play together in multiple bands are a crack rhythm unit. Cracked. (laughs) <laughs> crack and cracked <laughs> um, And Sarah again And um, we went to Ryan Elliott's Ryan Elliott plays with Lisa Ridgley In the Fainting Room, uh, The Form Great Lake Drifters We went out to his house slash studio on Wind Lake Did another setup up on like a Friday Recorded all day Saturday Minimal overdubs the next day Knocked out another five songs in like eight hours Similarly, Gonzo Escapades Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just sort of sat on that stuff forever and uh, then I decided to start getting it out of my system so started releasing it slowly and then I needed more musicians to help me and so all these fine folks I've played with in some capacity or another in various different bands they're all insanely talented musicians whom I trust implicitly and I've been fortunate enough that they have all agreed to uh, play a whole bunch of songs to release an EP that only one of them was actually on. <laughs> Thanks, guys.
3: Alan told me that he was going to buy the beer at the show, so
1: I,
5: and that was all it took. It's luckily, <laughs> and I was hooked. It's at
1: Linneman's and you know, <laughs> I've been there a lot over the last several years, so they'll give me, they'll give you PBR, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's our that's our promo for PBR, by the way. UOS <laughs> PBR.
0: Sure. <laughs> well, we should get you guys back out there to play your uh, second set. You've got a couple more songs, and then we can give everyone the lowdown on your show when mm-hmm. you come back in for your song pick. All right. Sound good? Sounds good. Right. Awesome. Cool. Well, all right, Alan Cote and his crew here are going to go play a couple more tunes for us. They're going to kick it off with a song called um, Mono Aware, and we're going to hear Blank Space as well. But we'll be right back after a couple messages here. So stay tuned.
2: The Milwaukee Bicycle Collective is an all-volunteer, nonprofit organization that provides a publicly accessible bicycle resource center for the city of Milwaukee. They assist with bike repair and instruction in a creative and supportive environment at an affordable cost. They also encourage environmentally sustainable reuse and recycling of raw materials used in bicycle production that would otherwise end up as landfill waste. Contact the Milwaukee Bicycle Collective at bikecollective.org for more information and to find out about. Volunteer opportunities WMSC ninety one point seven FM Milwaukee, your champion for local music since nineteen
4: (laughs) eighty (laughs) one. Is this is Techno Destructo, arch enemy of Guar, subtly controlling your mind through WMSE 91.7 FM, Milwaukee.
2: WMSC is proud to bring our listeners Local Live each and every Tuesday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Local Live on WMSC is sponsored by The Garage and airs live from the Bob and Performance Studio each week for one full hour. Each guest musician's diverse influences and insights are sandwiched in between those great and equally diverse and unscripted performances you've come to expect from local musicians hailing from Milwaukee and right next door. Hosted by WMSC music director Aaron Wolf and her co-host Cal Roach, Local Live is engineered by WMSC's Billy Who puts the shine on the audio that WMSC listeners have come to expect? Tune in each Tuesday at 6 p.m. for WMSC's Local Live. WMSC.org to stream live or in the archives or 91.7 on your radio dial. More about Local Live at WMSC.org slash schedule.
0: All right, and that is what you're listening to here on WMSC, local live. And live again from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman performance studio is Alan Cote.
1: That's a dream. Everybody in Radio Lamb, particularly you on the highway By the third chorus I want you all Accelerator all the way down Top of your lungs One, two One, two, three Nice to meet you Where you've been I could show you incredible things And madness, heaven, sin Saw you there and I thought Oh my God, look at that face You look like my next mistake And now
3: And you're listening to WMSE M-S-E. 91.7 FM in Milwaukee. l and
2: What's that sound? Why, that's the sound of WMSC's Radio Roast Coffee percolating in a coffee pot. That's Radio Roast, version Version 2.0. Visit Anodyne Coffee Roasters in Bayview at their new location, 224 West Bruce Street in Walkers Point. Point. Shut up, you two. Radio Roast Coffee, version 2.0.
1: It's a little bit funny This feeling inside
0: All right, we are back. Alan Cote and his band here. Does the band have an official name, by the way?
1: Um, you know, these are all members of the Lyric Advisory Board and someday we'll be again um, for the purposes of this release. I've just been releasing under my name, so we're just going under my name. But uh, eventually uh, we'll have communal... <laughs> All
4: right. <laughs>
0: um, so, um, of course, we're gonna talk a little bit about the show details, but first we gotta take care of business, as in uh, playing a track which influenced you, hmm. um, and we're gonna go with some music from Mark Ribot. Do you care to elaborate on why you picked Mark and the track in particular?
1: Um. Well, dude is, hey, one of my major heroes as a guitar player. I mean, just as a musician in general. I mean, he's a uh, very intelligent um, and, uh, he's just an amazing musician regardless anyway um, this project as far as I understand it was uh, just conceived as a tribute to Arsenio Rodriguez who is a Cuban composer I think though most of these musicians are probably musicians that Mark played with before I think he just put this band together for this project and um, in addition to a lot of Arsenio's or Mr. Rodriguez's songs um, there's a couple of originals by the band too which I think were created in a sort of symbiotic kind of way, which, um, in general, that sort of atmosphere was what I was trying to create with, it's really what I try to create with almost anything musical I do, honestly. I don't I don't have a grand scheme in my head. I like to put people together that I trust, hopefully have decent material to work with, and then just see where it goes, you know. All right. That's what excites me.
0: That boils it down really nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. We're going to hear a song called Los Teenagers by Lana Changui. Yeah? Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it's from the, the disc y los cubanos postizos, or the prophetic Cubans. Prosthetic. Prosthetic? As in a prosthetic name? Oh, I thought it was prophetic. No. Oh, I read the thing wrong. No. Well, prosthetic Cubans.
1: That humor, too, is part of what draws me to this, you know? How you have a fake Cuban <laughs> that you attach to your arm or something? Yeah, <laughs> like a cigar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is Mark Rabot for This Is Your Song. We'll be back in just a second. But first, the magic of Mark Rabot. See, if
4: they're green, or they're blue, anyway... <laughs>
0: cha-cha-cha so that is it Some mark repo that was very enjoyable thanks alan
1: mm, my pleasure thank you <laughs> yeah so uh, all right
0: so your show uh your ep releases on january 22nd that's a saturday right
1: or that's friday? Friday, friday
0: friday friday so friday january 22nd mm-hmm. at Lindemanns, and mm-hmm. you are playing with
1: um well crystal and um who is the other singer's name is your other friend singing Crystal, you want oh, to talk no. into the microphone? No. All right, Crystal. Crystal's playing some songs for sure. She's she's gonna play some tunes, both with me and with herself, and, or her friend, <laughs> uh, unnamed friend. Uh, Lisa, originally in the fainting room, are also playing. Um, and Lisa and Ryan Elliott. And possibly Nick Berg, I haven't actually sprung this on him yet, but I'm going to sometime between now and then, are going to be playing some songs with us as well um, ah. because they were on the EP too. So
0: You're going to make him play that Mark Ribot song, aren't you?
1: I'm totally going Nick, <laughs> Nick, <laughs> just lean in with your elbows, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, cool, cool. Um, I'm excited to have your EP here to play. And looking forward. That show should be a lot of fun. Um, so, at any anyway, rate, you guys, thank you so much for coming in. And Alan Cote, can you tell people where they can find info on you and your music and show dates and all that good stuff?
1: Alancote dot com Alan A L L E N C O T E dot com. Alan Cote dot, Bandcamp dot com, Facebook dot com backslash Alan Cote Audio. Mm-hmm linkedin.com backslash F backslash I don't actually know the LinkedIn <laughs> address but, <laughs> but it is I do have a LinkedIn I was going to be really impressed yeah right yeah I yeah. <laughs> you know it's you backslash in backslash <laughs> Alan Cote or something like that do you need the
4: accent mark over the E or we can't reach any of this? yes
1: platform? which is uh, control E and then type E again on a Mac if you have a PC you should really get a Mac <laughs> um but no no you don't uh you don't have to no. I can't figure I couldn't figure out how to do that when I was setting up my website, so no, it's just no accent mark. You can write it in on your computer screen with a Sharpie if you like
0: tricky (laughs) (laughs) well thanks guys thank (laughs) you you. (laughs) (laughs) it's five minutes after seven o'clock you're listening to 91.7 FM WMSE Milwaukee Frontier Radio live and listener supported broadcast of the Milwaukee School of Engineering and uh, thanks for tuning into local live tonight uh, with uh, Mr. Alan Cote and his buddies and we want to say a few words here before we Uh, Send ourselves off
5: Local live (laughs) is a production of WMSE radio recorded And broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman live performance studio on the Downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering local live is Produced by Aaron Wolf Cal Roach Don Moore and is engineered by Billy Cicerelli All photos by Debbie Duris Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> and they're always posted to Facebook, too, so check those out. Hospitality for Local Live Artists provided by Pepe's Pizza, who can be found online at pepe'spizzaonline.com, and Anodyne Coffee, who can be found online at anodynecoffee.com, and by Sprecker Brewing Company. More information at sprecherbrewery.com for upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances. Visit wmse.org.
5: Tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live with Static Eyes.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
5: It's going to be quite the left turn.
0: It'll be great. Uh, Static Eyes are performing for FemFest coming up in a couple weeks, and uh, we are really excited to have them in there to promote that. That's
5: going to be a great fest.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right, that's it for us. Uh, Stay tuned for Midnight Radio, and thanks again to The Garage for making Local Live on WMSC possible.